0: Hi, I'm Keela from Keela D Subcreations, and this is your Daily Nerd Devo. I recently reread Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I'm sure you know the gist of the story from pop culture references, if nothing else. Spoiler alert if not, but hey, it's been out since 1886, so that's on you. Scientist Dr. Jekyll creates a potion that splits his personality into his good, public-facing side and his dark, sinful side. So when he is Jekyll, he is a perfect upstanding citizen who interacts with the world, and when he is Hyde, he, can you believe it, hides in the shadows, committing crimes and letting his evil thoughts and deeds flourish. Over time, Hyde becomes too powerful to control. He even starts to become Hyde without taking the potion and does horrible things he can never undo. The power of Hyde leads to the ultimate demise of both sides of Jekyll. This obviously makes me think of the most famous biblical hider, Jonah. Now, Jonah was a prophet, ooh, ooh, but he really never got it. Okay, sorry, my VeggieTales fandom is showing. Anyway, he got an assignment from God that he didn't want to do, so he straight up went in the opposite direction. He prioritized his own selfish desires and ran from God because of them. It didn't work out for him either, as another spoiler alert, God sent a fish to swallow him and swim him to the location he should have gone to in the first place. The book repeatedly shows God appointing his creations, a fish, a plant, a worm, the wind, to achieve his purpose and watch over his children. There is no running or hiding when God is the creator and appointer of all of nature. Like, wow. But what I want us to consider from all of these stories is not just that hiding won't work, but that we don't have to hide. God loves us and he likes us and he wants us in all of our complexities and flaws. Jonah ends up doing the assignment God originally intended for him to do, but then he gets mad that the people actually repent and turn to God. He wanted to see justice, wrath, fire. His sinful desires were still gripping him, even after the whole fish incident. And what did God do? He provided him shade. He still taught him of his love, mercy, and forgiveness. I'm speculating here since we don't hear from Jonah again, but I bet God continued to use him as a prophet for his divine purpose. My evidence? Adam was a tattletale, Noah was a drunk, Moses had an anger problem, Rahab was a prostitute, David was an adulterer, Peter was a denier, and God loved them and liked them and used them anyway. This is not to say we are free to just live it up in our sin without consequences. Our relationship with God should inspire us to align ourselves with his righteousness. But we do not have to completely right ourselves before we come to him. The veil is torn. We do not have to pretend to be perfect. We do not have to have all of the Sunday school answers. We do not need to separate our personality by a potion, so don't even think about doing that. We do not have to hide away in the shadows because the devil lives there and he will let your sin flourish in obscurity. Ask almost anyone who has struggled and overcome sin and they will tell you the first step is to tell someone. Quit hiding. God sees you and knows you and loves you anyway. Mr. Hyde was the epitome of villainy. He trampled children, he murdered people, and yet God would say that Jekyll didn't have to split his soul in order to be accepted for only his goodness. God loved him as his whole self, flaws and all, long before he created the potion. And you know what? He loved him as Hyde, too. That's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to hear more Daily Nerd Devos, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite app, and come hang out with us on the Facebook group, The Nerd of God Squad. I'm Keila from Keela D's Subcreations, and until next time, remember, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy tea, and that's kind of the same thing.